You're listening to a real piece of work. (laughs) I probably shouldn't say it that way. You're listening to a real piece of work, a jobs podcast for aspiring professionals brought to you by WVIK, Quad Cities NPR, and Junior Achievement of the Heartland. Now here's your hosts, Matt and Joy. Hey, Joy, how you doing today? Matt, I couldn't be any better. How about you? New Year? New Year. Things are going great. Uh, couldn't be more excited. I had a little road time today, which always gets me inspired because when I'm on the road, I jokingly say my brain turns on when my uh, backside hits the seat and it gets me literally the juice is flowing and the juice is flowing today a lot to do with the fact that there's things that bring the world together. And I think food and music can bring the world together. We got a guest today that definitely does that. I don't know anything. I know you're very, very passionate about music. Anything that's uh, getting you inspired today? Well, anytime music comes up, that's just, I live and breathe music every day from the time I get up in the morning to a playlist for my shower, to a playlist while I get ready to a play. So music is, I live and breathe it. So this one is very, very exciting and near and dear to my heart. And my, my uh, family even got to be a part of it. As last night as we were cooking dinner, or I was cooking dinner and preparing, we played a little bit of this, uh, our guest's music. So, um, like so I'm very excited to meet him, excited to hear more about his story and share that with my kids maybe over dinner tonight after we listened to the music last night. So, Well, I'll give a real quick thanks to our friend Jake Addy, who has brought us a couple guests to this program, which really at the end of the day, Connection Points really help us launch these episodes of the program. So in that vein... Welcome to Tim Berry, drummer musician from Manchester Orchestra. Welcome to A Real Piece of Work, the job podcast for young people. Hey guys, thanks for having me on today. And Jake is a really good friend of mine, so I like that he got a little shout out there. So Tim, what I have to say is we just had this uh, JA Inspired Career Fair through Junior Achievement uh, about a month or so ago, and we had a lot of, we had about couple thousand students come through, all eighth graders, telling us what, what they want to be right now when they grow up. And there's so many that had music as part of that. Um, so, but one question I have for you is a lot of these kids are excited about art or lawyers or, or being a doctor, those types of things. And so my question, and it's kind of coming from them almost, is how did you know at what point in time that this isn't just a hobby. This isn't just something I love to do. It's just not something that I can do in my spare time, but I want to do this thing for life. I want to do it for money. I want to make out of a career out of it. So I'm sure we'll get through a lot of other things to hear your story, but that is my pressing question that I just, I'm so curious to know. Cool. Yeah. I, I feel like I sort of get that sometimes and because music is one of those things, I think if you're going to choose it for a career and do it, for your life, which is what it takes, um, then you definitely, you definitely want to know that you're making the right choice because it's usually, you know, it's a decades long process. Music is not an overnight success thing. And although I feel like we live in a world now that kind of, you know, promotes that, that you can, you know, TikTok your way to the top or whatever you want to call it. Um, at the end of the day, if you choose to be a musician, for your life, it's going to take most of your life and a lot of sacrifice to really break through um, into a point where you can have a career that that you can live on. Um, and I, I think, but to really narrow down that question, it was probably when I started playing music 
with other people um, and other, you know, band minded kind of younger guys that were all trying to, Hey, you play bass, you play guitar. That's cool. Let's get together and jam. And once you start playing with other people, if you, um, if you feel an inclination for it and you feel like it's kind of in your blood and it feels like, man, I really am enjoying this process of writing with other people and kind of being in this creative collective thing. That's when you, I, I really feel like it's a good indicator that this might be something that you want to do for the long term because it will take um, collaboration and it's going to take, you know, networking and other people to get you to where you want to go if you choose to be a, a musician for life. Um, it's not for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and this is this is a little deeper, a little deeper into that question, I guess. But like, was there a defining moment, like a yeah. light bulb, you know, like a your you know exactly where you were, who you were with, you know, all those things. You know, I I've had the fortune of knowing some very talented people throughout the years, and I think um, it's important. I try to do it as much as I can. If you see somebody who's younger and they're coming up, you know, to encourage them and try to give them good advice to steer them, you know, where it just, it might be about business. It might be about, you know, how they're managing their, their stuff online. There's, there's a million things to it, but, um, I definitely think when I started crossing paths with talented people who could see potential in me and could see promise and Hey, you know, you're not just, you're not just playing here. You actually have some legitimate, um, talent to do this, you know, and they start to coach you and kind of encourage you that this could be something for you. It's a very similar with acting careers or whatever it's going to be. Um, someone in a position of leadership will usually come along and say, you know, something that kind of indicates to you that, all right, this might be a, a direction and a path for me in my life. So kind of building on that. So, so Tim, you, you've had this inspiration from others that have maybe allowed you to get focused and say, you know what, I'm going to press on the gas, make this happen. You've pressed on the gas, you're doing it, you're in the weeds of it day to day now. What is a day in the life of a drummer for musician for Manchester Orchestra look like? Can you help our, our, our listeners get a sense of what that, that might be from day to day, week to week, month to month? Yeah, it's um, it changes a lot. And I think if you're, um, you know, if you're a creature, a habit that doesn't, you know, like say a very dependable, reliable routine that, you, you know, music might not be for you because it is definitely a it's a pendulum swing. Um, we always joke around it. We call it call it hurrying up, hurrying up and waiting. You know, there's a lot of hurrying up and waiting where you you got to be somewhere. You got to get to the venue and then you get there and then you sit around and you wait and you go crazy until it's showtime. And so there's a lot of um, almost emotional management and time management that goes on. Um, but, you know, sometimes the day in the life of Tim looks like a busy, you know, show day with with lots of, you know, activity and stuff going on. And then sometimes a day in the life of Tim is taking care of two kids at home and doing, you know, very little you know, music, but making sure that I'm managing my life correctly so that I can go play music when it's time to go, you know. So it's a, it's a balancing act of your time and your schedule. Um, and so, yeah, you're definitely going to 
you're going to have some times where it feels glamorous and then there's going to be times when you're loading in your gear into the venue and it's not going to, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious, did you ever have any other career aspirations other than into music? And, and what, what were those other career no. aspirations? No. Interesting. My, my um, one of my, the lead singer of my old band, his mom said to me one time you just you didn't you didn't you know you had no other options music was what you were going to do and um and I, you know i think it's sometimes it can be one of those things where you, it really needs to be a lifer sort of decision now anybody is entitled to play music um for their enjoyment and for their pleasure at any time you know it's an amazing um, tool and outlet, but once you decide to try to transition your life into making your living off of playing music, it's going to change the game big time. And so it's going to change the stakes. It's going to change the severity of your decisions and all of those things. And so it's definitely a, um, it's, it's definitely worth pondering and considering heavily if you think, you know, you can handle this kind of lifestyle because it, it's high highs and low lows. There's times where it's amazing. You play that big gig you've been waiting to go play for a long time, or you've been waiting for this thing, you know, this battle of the bands, whatever it's going to be, you're waiting for that moment. And then once it happens, you kind of are left with like, all right, well, what's next, you know? And so there's a lot of sort of, you're just managing these steps forward a piece at a time. And it's just important to keep, to stay focused on the things you can control that are right in front of you instead of, you know, why am I not on American Idol right now? Why am I not, you know, why haven't I, why don't I have a gold record hanging on my wall? Like those kinds of things are, that's what gets you, that's what can distract you and can kind of take the mojo out of your dream and your plans. If you get focused too far down the road on stuff, you, you know, you're still working towards. So, um, yeah, I used to, you know, guys, I used to, we'd go play these colleges and kids would come up to me and they would ask me, um, you know, what should I do to play in a band? And I love drums or I love this and I want to be on a stage. And for a little while until my band started correcting me for doing it, I would just tell kids stay in, stay in school, man. This is a rough life out here. And like, unless you, you know, unless you got some money stowed away and a 10 year plan to do this, you know? Um, and then I realized it's not really my, it's not really my right or my place to tell anybody how they should make their decisions for their life. But I will, you know, bring a little bit of salt and seasoning to the table and, and try to let kids know that this ain't a joke. You know, if you decide you want to be a musician for life, you're going to have to take care of your business. You're going to have to be good with money. You're going to have to be good with decision making. And if you're not those things, you're going to have to find somebody to get into band with that does all those things for you. So you don't have to, you know, it's a, uh, it's, it's a long process, but it is doable. It's doable kids. If you want to do it, you know? Well, I guess that's kind of my, my question for them. Who, the ones that were sitting here listening today and thinking about this is, Okay, so what would you recommend education-wise for the kids? What are the important things that they do need to to make sure that they've got so that they don't have that other band member? They don't want that to be the reason that they're not doing this because mm -hmm. they didn't find the right band member, but they know how. They have those tools in their tool belt, right, to be able to to give them that that opportunity. What is that? Yeah. You know, the biggest thing I would say is that you need to believe in yourself and not in a um, 
you know, not in a fantasy kind of whimsical way, but you really need to, I knew I, I knew I had talent in music. I just didn't know exactly where I was going with it until the pieces started to fall into place. But, you know, you have to believe in yourself so that, you know, plenty of people I saw a really awesome quote. Um, I forget it was from the other day, but it's like plenty of people come are going to come along and tell you that you're amazing. And plenty of people are going to come along and tell you that you're terrible and you can't really believe either one. You have to believe in yourself and know one way or the other, this is something that I know I want to do. This is something that resonates inside of me that this is a real choice that I'm making and I'm not, this isn't a six month commitment or a one year commitment. Um, but with that being said, there's a lot of different aspects to the music world. Not everybody is Joe Satriani or Dave Weckl or any of these top tier legends on their instruments who can get by with chops alone and just insane skill. Now, if you're one of those kids at 14 years old, you are, you know, an unbelievable prodigy on the guitar, then God bless you. Your life is probably going to be a lot easier and your road than some people. But there's also a lot to be said for the school of hard knocks and just learning lessons by going out, playing gigs, playing your local open mics, meeting the people in your town that are connected. Eventually, you're going to find the guy that owns the studio, that runs the music scene, that runs the zine. And that's how you start to network, break out and find the talent around you and start to connect with them. You really want to surround yourself with people that are better than you at what you're doing. And once you find those people, you'll find yourself rising up to their talent level. And so you can learn, you can grow. Not everybody's right out the gate, the best musician in the world. I certainly was not. It took a lot of time and I'm still not the best drummer out there, but I, I know what my path is and I know how to be, you know, I'm, I'm working on how being different, finding my own thing that works for me, being producing loops, producing beats, doing stuff that's outside of just normal drumming in a band, which is also awesome, you know? And so that would be my last little thing and I'll wrap up my, <laughs> my soapbox up here, but I would say diversify the more, the more just like, you know, a financial portfolio or anything else. The more you can spread that talent around, don't just be a drummer like I was for a long time. You know, start learning guitar too. Your your rhythm's gonna help your guitar playing. Your guitar playing is gonna help your drumming. You know, and so play piano and drums. Try to do more than one instrument. I know sometimes that sounds um, a little daunting to somebody that's younger and that they're they're just trying to kind of conquer those those hurdles um, of that first instrument. But you will find that if you try different things and spread out, you will find that thing that you're really good at. And they can they can inform each other where, like I said, some having a good base of rhythm on a drum set will serve you. Even if you decide to be a piano player later in life, it'll serve you your entire musical career. Um, and so and, you know, and then some guys decide I don't want to play music at all. I got into this. And I like running Pro Tools and I like being on the technical side of it. And there's a whole world of opportunity and need on that side where maybe you're not the guy in the front of the stage. Maybe you're in the back of the stage. But guess what? My lighting guy and my front of house sound guy, they make more money than anybody else on the tour. So technical skills 
will get you very far in the music world if you can develop them. And let me tell you, anything you want to learn, it's on YouTube. You don't got to go find the best guy in the world and pay him $200 an hour to teach you. Anything you want to learn, the knowledge is out there. And all you got to do is buckle down and spend some time, you know, especially you young eighth graders. I know you have the time because I was an eighth grader once and I, all you're doing is playing Fortnite. So turn that off. Get on your drum set or your keyboard for an hour. In. Oh, they like YouTube, too. They just don't watch the, the YouTube stuff that's telling them how to oh, do that yeah. most of the time. I, I, love, I love that Tim is getting getting there for us on a lot of these topics that we, we, we end up having a lot of standard questions. And Tim's already addressing some of these. It, yes, you're on stage, but you already talked about some of the other roles that people are, you know, seats people are sitting in to support what you guys do on a day to day basis. I'm going to go there and just say, hey, man, like, what, what's the earning potential in this world? Can, can I make a buck and, and put enough food on the on the, uh, you know, on the on the table to feed my family and support myself? What's what's the what's the potential? You certainly can. You just have to just like any other job, put your time in, um, specialize, become better at whatever that unique skill is. Um, you know, there's certain guys that are making, you know, it's you can make a decent money. You can make a lot better money going out and touring with a band and working for a band than you can almost any, you know, starting job around. You can also go see the world on a tour bus selling t-shirts or turning knobs or, you know, setting up lights and things like that. So there's, there's other things that are involved, you know, as well as just the financial gains. But certainly you can rise to the top. And the name of the game is get really good, have a good reputation, be easy to work with, have a good attitude. And eventually people will just start coming to you because touring and music industry, although it's massive in a lot of ways, it's also small in a lot of ways. And the and people talk to people and, you know, tour managers all know each other. And so they're going to get the word out if you know what you're doing or not. If you're a terrible drum tech and you don't care, <laughs> like I was for a little while, you're not going to make much money doing it. If you apply yourself, you can, I know drum techs that are making really good money, you know, like almost career money and they're setting up a drum set, but they're doing it for the best, you know? And so, you sort of have to put your, you got to put your time in for a little while and you might not be making, you know, rock star money right out the gate. Lord knows it took me years and years and years to finally get the paychecks up to a point where, you know, I still wish they were higher, you know, I mean, we all do, but like, um, to get to a point where it's career money, it takes some years. So you need to know what you're, what you're getting into, but you also like, don't waste time. You know, get good at apply yourself, get good at what you're doing and you will rise to the top and you will, you know, you'll start making money before you know it. People will be coming to you, offering you more money a week to come out on the road with them. Um, that's just kind of how it works in any industry, right? My husband's going to love that we did this interview. I think at the dinner table, I'm going to ask for like a piano and I'm going to ask for a, <laughs> all these things. By the way, you, you said need a t-shirt sales manager. I'm, I'm happy to join the, the tour and help with the t-shirts or something. <laughs> really though, you're making it so, like, I love, I love hearing the passion. I love hearing how much you just love what you're doing because I think it's so important for kids to hear 
that you you did know your passion, you did know what it was, and you're you've taken it to where it is, and you are living a life that a lot of people can only truly dream of. It sounds so cliche and bad, but it is. It's the truth. Um, I was just gonna say, you know, just to, to cap on what you just said there, I'm very, I am very passionate, but I'm just also thankful because it took a lot of work to get here, and it took a lot of sacrifice, and so I think you know when you get to that other side you look back and you can see the journey and how long it took. And that's, you know, one last thing. And I'll, you know, to kind of put a period on the end of this long, you know, inspirational speech, I almost feel like I'm given, but it's that, you know, you are going to get somewhere eventually when you put that time in and all of that passion and all of that work that you did put in, when you can look back and you have a legacy and a journey and a catalog that you can look at and go, man, I've got six records under my belt now. You know, I've got this, these memories that I wouldn't trade for the world. I've traveled all over the world. I like these certain things like that. You, you, you know, the money, you know, it's great, but some of that stuff is irreplaceable and it's invaluable, the life experience. And so don't, you know, what's the phrase? Don't miss the forest for the trees. Like as you're, as you're on your journey to become the greatest, most dominant musician of all time, you know, if you, as you're on your journey to become T Swift or whatever it is you're after, don't, don't be in such a rush to get past all the low level stuff that you miss the journey. And there's a lot of amazing people, you know, and it's just a, it's an enriching experience. And I think when you get to my age and you got some gray hair in your beard, that's the kind of stuff here you're really thankful for is, man, I made it. And I, um, and I've got, you know, I've got the battle scars to prove it. I've got the legacy to prove it as well. And so for sure, I am passionate about music in this life because it's really all I've ever known. So speaking of records, shifting subjects just a little bit, but generally we have a student question that comes in from our, um, from our listeners. This question today is actually from Mark Zyla, who's with WVIK and uh, very much into the music world. So we thought what better person to ask, but uh, his question for you and for, for the students too, is with, um, with all the advancements in the way that music is distributed, mainly in an artist's ability to record and release their own music, what ways do you think it would be beneficial for an artist to work with a record company? And what do you think uh, one could do to begin a relationship with a record company? Um, that's a, that's a really great question. And it's very, um, you know, there's a lot of levels to that because I do think, you know, you're going to have to, as an artist decide if that's what you're pursuing and that's the route you're on. There are plenty of artists, especially now, that are learning how to break their music themselves via YouTube, even TikTok, even some of these other avenues that um, have very little to do with a major label getting behind you and, and putting the wind in your sails. Um, but at the same time, you know, from past experience, say from my band, we, we develop and work hard on our relationships with the music um, business people via, via whether it's the record label, whether it's our music business, whether it's our management company, you really want to, you know, people aren't just going to want to lay down and work for you 
to death if you don't reciprocate and you don't build a relationship with they're human beings even though they work in the music industry and uh relationships very important and so if you do want to get signed to atlantic records you're gonna have to go from meet somebody and you're gonna have to go play a showcase somewhere and get noticed um and so you know I would just caution against this idea that a record label is going to solve your problems for you. You better know what your band or your your project is worth to you and, and what kind of work you're willing to put in, whether or not somebody comes along and promises you a paycheck or, you know, the keys to success or any of that stuff, because you are responsible to motivate yourself. And I think it's a common mistake for people who want to be in the music industry to try to hang their hat and hopes on the on the laurels of some guy that's been working at some label forever and guess what he signed hootie and the blowfish 20 years ago well who cares does he really care about you right now is he really going to work for you is he going to get your music in front of people is he going to tell you when you put out a bad song and you need to try harder that's what you need to focus on is surrounding yourself with people who are going to tell you the truth and that are um, going to help you be more talented and and put your catalog together. So um, but but for sure, there's tons of amazing people in the music industry. And so you're going to have to nurture those relationships and make sure, um, you know, make sure you're finding the right ones because there's plenty of plenty of bad actors out there. <laughs> <laughs> well tim uh so far this is absolutely been sorry awesome it's just listening. the truth guys <laughs> so, so, it's all good and we want the we want the truth for the students that's what it's all about and so what we do though we're starting to uh, hit the tail end of our interview here and we always end uh the interview with a pretty kind of a standard uh, question here and the question is if you could tell 16 year old tim anything in terms of what you would keep doing, stop doing, start doing, to increase the chances for post high school success and happiness, what would they be? Just keep doing, stop doing, start doing. I would say keep playing music. You know, Tim, you have no idea where this thing's gonna take you. I would say start playing more piano and guitar and singing and being the name of the game, kids, is content control, creative control, um, intellectual property control. You want to be the person writing those lyrics, writing those chords, and bringing that stuff in a semi-completed form, at least to whoever it is, your producer or whoever's helping you out. And so I would have encouraged myself to get better at pro tools or logic or recording at a way earlier time i could have really boosted myself you you know you so, you show somebody a demo that sounds like garbage guess what they're probably going to think it sounds like garbage if you show somebody a demo you made on logic or pro tools and it sounds really really good they're going to take you serious you know and all of this stuff can be done in your own bedroom you know, that you don't have to go down to Sunset Boulevard anymore and go to the nicest studio in the world. You can do a lot of this stuff yourself. I mean, we have an intern that works for us here who can do anything on a computer. In the last four years, he's learned how to produce records about as good as anybody I know. So um, 
it's really kind of tying back into that believing in yourself thing, guys, kids out there, like you don't know what you're capable of doing until you start doing it until you really start digging in. You have no idea how good it can feel to write a song that connects with people or to play a guitar solo that gets people on their feet or a drum solo or whatever it is. And you can't just skip to that experience. You got to put some time in, but when you get there, it's incredible. So believe in yourself because if you're willing to be that, that person who puts in the time and the work, you are going to see results. And it's not like a one-stop shop. It's not an overnight success thing. It's a continual development as a person and as a musician. Um, but that's how you get to the good stuff. So I think I pretty much answered that. Keep playing music. Play more guitar. And what was the last one? What would you stop doing as a 16-year-old? <laughs> what would I stop doing? I would stop trying to waste so much time. But I mean, <laughs> you know, that we, we all struggle with yeah. that. So don't beat yourselves up too hard out there, kids. We all, you know, we all spend time on distractions here or there. But if you can rein that stuff in, those extra half hour here or hour there, especially while you're young and you don't have the responsibilities of the world on your shoulders yet to pay all these bills and all of this stuff. Like when you're young, now's your chance to really give it some serious gas and to really apply yourself and see if there's something there for you, you know? And, and if it's not, and you're not, you know, you decide, oh, okay, maybe I don't want to be a musician. I'm going to go. And there's no shame in that, but you can walk away knowing that you really spent time digging and, um, you know, the music industry is a tough one. So not everybody, not every, it's not, it's not for everybody and not everybody makes it, but it's certainly everyone's got an opportunity to try. And I think everyone should, you know, you should really, whether or not you, uh, land the record deal or not being able to play an instrument, it's such a rewarding experience. And so, you know, don't put too much pressure on yourself, but, but put enough you know, that balance, that's what you're looking for. So, um, but I hope, you know, any, I hope some of the stuff that I said today makes sense and, and resonates with kids because it's an important, you know, it's a trajectory thing. If you start playing now in 10 years from now, you don't, you have no idea how good and how experienced you could really be at an instrument or doing lights or doing front of house, you know, our front of house engineer, is one of the best in the country. He wanted to be a bass player. And at some point he realized, you know what? This isn't it. This is not what I'm meant to do. But he started getting into recording and he realized this is exactly what I'm meant to do. So it's kind of, sometimes you gotta like find your way there. You know, it doesn't, you know, it's not an, it's not the first thing you pick up, but you find your way there by trying other things. So be open-minded, be willing to take risks and. And, as, and more than anything, try to just enjoy the experiences. So, well, before we go, <laughs> because I know I need another song for one of my playlists somewhere. So, for for those people who are listening, maybe music isn't their thing, but they're listening. In, what's the one song from your from your uh, from all the music you've created that is most meaningful to you? That if I had to put one of my one of your songs on my playlist, what song do I need to put on? Wow. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah, man, that's a big one. Cause you know, you get they're they're like kids almost. You get so attached to them for different reasons. 
I would say, you know what? Here's an easy one. Um, go out and listen to The Gold, which was definitely a massive sort of breakout song for us um, on um, the record before the one we just put out. It's called A Black Model of the Surface. It's a great record. It's got a, a lot of really different dynamics to it. There's some rock stuff and there's some soft stuff, but The Gold was on the radio a good bit. It's a really, really great song, and I think it's a it's one of those really great introductions to Manchester if you've never heard of the band. Um, and it's also just a really good song. And the drum beat on it's not too shabby either. So I'll go with the gold. <laughs> well, Tim Very, you are a real piece of work. And we re- really appreciate you being a part of the program today. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. So Matt, thank you. First of all, you always seem to bring just this diversity and diverse um, pool of really cool people to the podcast. This one near and dear to my heart. Curious first what your thoughts are, a few things that jumped out of you for the interview. Well, I'll I'll start first with mom made me and my sisters all play the piano for a few years in terms of getting lessons when we were kids. In order for us to explore other instruments, we had to do the piano lessons. So that was something that Tim was even talking about today was that, you know, even if he he and his example being a, a drummer, he wishes he earlier on would have started looking at other instruments and ways that he could hone his trade. I went from piano to guitar. And today I would look anybody in the eye and say, I regret the fact that I'm not playing playing any of them anymore, but it certainly honed my appreciation and love for music. And one little final thing that he pointed out in terms of what he would stop doing in terms of just wasting time. uh, It's an easy thing to say, but my son Dominic last night out of the blue goes, mom, dad, I just removed the TikTok app and the Instagram app for my phone. Uh, on his own, unprovoked, uh, because he wanted to have a little more time to do other things that meant something to him for now. Doesn't mean he may not, you know, get on, get on those again, but some reason or another, he wanted to capture a little more time in his day to day. I know you love music. What are your thoughts? What reactions to Tim? These are like the hardest parts of the interview for me because my mind is just spinning with all of the advice that he gave. And I know he's giving it to high schoolers and kids, but it just as much resonates with me. And the time thing for sure, Matt, is one right now, you know, technology, we didn't grow up with that. And so it is, it's as your your son is doing, realizing, first of all, that how much time you're spending on those things and what else can I be spending my, my time doing? So Tim just brought up just great, great, I guess, perspectives for kids to to look at and myself included. Um, I get hung up on the quotes and the other meaningful stuff. And I guess the, the, the one thing that stuck out that I have a big star by for me is don't let the stuff that's not happening right now, take the mojo out of your dream. Hmm. <laughs> it's so easy to do when things aren't going right, or you have some big plan, right? That you think that you've conjured up in your mind and something happens. And all of a sudden you let that one little small thing prevent you from, going forward further. So that was something that stuck with me that I feel like it's really important advice for not only myself, but for the kids that are listening in too. So thanks for bringing them on. We're going to go add that song to my playlist, see what it's all about. Right. Love it. I appreciate it, Joy. Looking forward to the next one as always. Rock on. (laughs) 